0: Welcome back to the show. We appreciate you tuning in. This is going to be a much more lighthearted subject today, and we're really going to celebrate a heritage Texas family, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited about this because, by the way, I'm J.B. Hager. And I'm Michael Barnes. With the Austin American Statesman. And if you've spent any time in Central Texas, I know a lot of you are new. Welcome. Welcome. You have seen at some point in your neighborhood an H.E.B. grocery store. You haven't just seen it; you've shopped at you it. You live it. <laughs> you live it, and it, and it's hEB's a remarkable story. They've been around Central Texas for over eighty years. Mm-hmm. Started in Kerrville in nineteen oh five, right? And now, I mean, I'm going to jump a little bit uh, uh, back oh, and jump forth, back and forth. And and now there are twenty four ish stores, probably more, because you, you, you in the Austin you, area. You wrote yeah. about this a couple years ago, and some are being reconfigured, which we'll talk about. And then more than 50 around Central Texas, and even quite a few in Mexico, which right. I didn't realize oh, until yeah. I read your article. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: They're such a, a staple in, in the Austin area. One of the things that I pointed out, because I, I remember reading it some, several years ago. I'm sure it's still true. You probably wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> They're the largest employer in Texas. That's right. Ah, uh, retail employer.
1: Retail employer. Yes, they're they're huge. Largest private employer and largest retail employer.
0: Yeah, ever. it's it's amazing. When
1: you think about when you go into your big HUB, and some of them are small, but most of them are really big nowadays. Mm-hmm. There are hundreds of people working there the whole time. There's a there. lot of people. It's a
0: lot of people. Yeah. So the move to Austin came in 1938 Mm and they purchased uh, uh, some Piggly Wigglies. They did. And Piggly
1: Wiggly is a classic uh, brand for the South. And Piggly Wiggly obviously decided to pull out of the market and H-E-B bought the Piggly Wigglies. And they don't like for me to bring this up <laughs> uh, i know i know where this but is going the joke was at the time <laughs> that the combined com- uh, companies were, were wiggly butt because h-e-b is <laughs> h-e butt um which they don't advertise a lot
0: no they don't they that's the name that's yeah, it's family the family name right you know? and right.
1: charles butt is the current leader of the family business Wiggly butt is very adolescent. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> well, hey, I was going to go adolescent too because growing up in Georgetown, we had a Piggly Wiggly, and and uh some of the lights were out and they just never bothered to replace them, probably because they were going to go away. And, right. and it was the Iggly Wig. <laughs> and so we just would, from then on, we just said, I am running down to the Iggly Wig because yeah. they never replaced those lights. <laughs>
1: My dad worked for a Piggly Wiggly in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, when I was a kid, and and I was thought as a kid it was just the funniest name in the world. I'm sure we came up with our own jokes, but
0: well, and it's funny while we're talking about the name of, of it, it's H E B is a Central Texas thing. You don't see it outside of. Texas. Maybe they, just, no, maybe they just started moving outside of Texas. I don't know. They they expand very carefully. They, yeah. for instance,
1: have been buying land for years and years and years, decades, in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. Mm. But they just slowly, slowly started building there. They're very strategic. Mm-hmm. The Central Market brand, which is a sub-brand, started here in Austin. Which I want to talk more about that. Yeah. It has expanded very, very slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Two of them here in Austin.
0: So the same same group did. You have the HEBs, and then you had the big Central Market, which had foods from all over the world. Very very curated.
1: Well, what they did is a lot of research. Again, they're strategic. They went to the vintage markets. You know, like what is it called in Seattle? Pike's. Uh, Pike's Market. Yeah. Pike's Market the ones in europe because every every city in europe had this kind of uh, market where all of the goods were brought and um they're beautiful places to visit and so they had that as their models i um when the first one opened in the early 90s up on north lamar the first thing that it struck me was the mile of cheese. <laughs> <Is> that? <laughs> That's right. As, as someone who loves cheese
0: and who worked in cheese shops, I don't, don't want to see that much in one place. I've
1: never seen that much cheese in one place. <laughs> but oh, the beautiful produce, the beautiful yeah. meat and seafood sections. The uh, you know the,
0: it, it completely changed the, uh, our mindset of what a grocery store. Absolutely, can be, and right? and the folks at, at
1: Whole Foods, which started here as well, like Central Market. But they said, yeah, that's what we want to grow up to be.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is interesting, and I'm sure you're the decisive voice on this. I've named you that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The rumblings that I always heard was HEB was, again, Central Texas going back to the early 1900s, like we discussed. And then Whole Foods comes along later, right? Right. That was more of a 60s, 70s development. At some point Whole Foods made a public remark about what they do and compared it to H-E-B. This is what I heard and it's mm-hmm. all paraphrased. They made a remark about what they do and in a flippant manner basically said H-E-B can never do what we do. Right. And so they said, "Oh really? <laughs> we'll show you with your new bit large Whole Foods store and they built the, the well, two big, you know, north, right. north central and south central markets to go. Here, take that. Is there any truth to this? I, I think there probably is some
1: truth to it. But you know, the central market north on uh, North Lamar opened before the giant Whole Foods, so it came first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they've been friendly rivals for a long time. I mean, the, the chief difference to me is Whole Foods, just from the name of it the title of the place is meant to be a, a kind of philosophy of mm-hmm. life. It, it is much larger than the food. It's about sustainability. It's about all these other Good things. Central Market is just about really good food. Uh mm-hmm. it doesn't have like an ideology behind it. Right. It doesn't have to be
0: certified organic. It's just yeah. good curated yeah. things. And they have right? the organic stuff, yeah, but yeah. they're
1: just it's just uh well curated is a good way to say it.
0: All right, let's talk about some early H E Bs just to kind of map around the city a little mm-hmm. bit. Do you know where do you remember where the first one was? on West 6th Street and it was at Colorado
1: there's a lovely 1950s modern building there that's been re- renovated but the actual place where the HEB is gone the HEB number one as they called it there were HEBs on East 6th Street real near the intersection of Red River in East 6th Street and uh, there was a long time HEB over on East 1st at Waller and one up at Terrytown.
0: Which is funny because they're coming back to Terrytown, are they? Really? Yeah, the, the Randalls that is again. This is the, uh, the fall of twenty oh, twenty. That's, right, that's right. The Randalls that came down right off of Lake Austin Boulevard and Exposition mm-hmm. is going to be in HEB, and they're they're right. in the process. Of and it's not in the Terrytown Center, but yes, yeah, right. Yeah. It's in that general neighborhood. Terrytown Center is th- where the other Randalls is. Uh, Actually, not. Oh no 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 no. That's Sorry. Bur- that's near <laughs> Where the gas stations are. <laughs> yes. At Windsor. It, it, it's the it's the
1: center owned by the uh, the descendant of Governor Elijah Pease, who is very much a, a vegan and very much. Oh, have you written about her? Oh yeah, yeah. That's actually, you know, it was my colleague uh, John Kelso who wrote mostly about her. I've I
0: in a very different manner than you. Would yes, write. <laughs> I've acknowledged,
1: you know, uh, uh, a respect for her point of view. John Kelser just wouldn't let up. (laughs) He was just always mocking her.
0: Just to give people a point of reference, it's, uh, you know, no leather, no meat, no restaurants that sell meat, that whole shopping center. You cannot do it. But it's led to there being an Austin Pets Alive. Right. that where We we adopted our last dog.
1: Uh, uh, For those of you who didn't know him, and I'm sorry if you didn't, he was our humor columnist for a long time. And he loved stirring the pot. He loved... Uh, pitting neighborhoods against neighborhoods mm-hmm. or states against states or, you know, he, he had a million Oklahoma jokes for, the you know, OU Weekend. I
0: think he's the reason I wanted to live in 04 <laughs> to 787 Oh, yeah, because he celebrated South Austin yeah. so well.
1: South Austin has changed since then. He loved getting people riled up in a, in a way that was humorous almost always. Occasionally not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's talk more about the the development of HEB, you know, obviously expanded family owned company, which is remarkable, right? Right. I hope that doesn't change. Currently, I mean, again, you wrote this a couple years ago, so it's more now, but over 14,000 employees in in the Austin area alone. Right. It's remarkable. It is. The the company
1: moved to Corpus Christi uh, early on and was in, in my parents' time. And my father grew up in Corpus Christi, mainly. It was a big presence in South Texas. It was meant to be a South Texas company. And then it moved to San Antonio, which is more centralized, also a bigger city. You know, it's been in, in, in San, it's headquartered in San Antonio for a long time.
0: Okay, okay. So just as we share the progress of HEB, at a certain point, they, they, they started doing the HEB Plus. Right. The effect it has on a community is similar to what, in other parts of the nation, Walmart would have. Here's a place where I can get groceries, electronics, clothing, right. all these things, Right, right. But I don't think they ever went into towns and then just kind of massacred
1: the main street Mm -hmm. like Walmart was famous for doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they were always complimentary to what was there. Maybe it's just my H-E-B bias. (laughs) I'm H-E-B bias, too. So uh, (laughs) And and listen, we should say, I I shop at five different grocery stores, so Mm -hmm. I, I am not exclusively atb they just have such a fabulous reputation here mm-hmm. and a lot of is based on the response to disasters they're always like they're almost like first responders yes there with, with mobile kitchens and trucks full of water and other supplies and then the great charity work
0: they do. I mean, I know you you know the company well and have have written about them for years. I had a lot of personal experience with it being on on the radio here for for over 20 years and I had a bikes for kids charity. They stepped up big every year. And and it was a blip. I mean, it was a nothing on their And it was a lot of money. It was everything to us, right? Mm -hmm. But for the amount of things they do around Austin and all these communities, you know, Bastrop, Elgin, Round Rock, things that they do on the local level, we we were nothing, right? Right. But they do this all the time. They do. They are a very giving company. Day out and day in, they are... I mean, there are many, many things
1: named after them, but it, it doesn't seem that that's the most important thing to them. Because oftentimes, their name is really small <laughs> on the yeah, building, you know, right,
0: and or on the back of that that uh, 10k shirt, right, <laughs> right, right. It's just a little it's H-E-B a little thing, thing but, but they but they, they do it are,
1: everywhere. They they're an incredibly generous company.
0: You know, one of the other things they they do. Uh, They've built and given a lot of homes to veterans. They've done that. I don't know how many, but they've done that. We
1: could spend another 20 minutes talking about their good works.
0: And Um, and 90% of it goes without recognition. Right. They're very quiet and classy about it all. And, you know, it's it's weird to, to talk about this part of it. But again, we did talk about how giving they are, and they continue. I mean, now the family has been valued at somewhere over ten billion. Absolutely. But you don't you don't hear about them in the way that, like, I can't picture anyone in their family. Oh, uh, because I, can. I know some of the descendants, and I know, but they're not showboaters no, they're in not, that way. None of them
1: are showboaters. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And Charles, but himself, is incredibly gracious and quiet. And a very sweet man. And I've met him a couple of times. And here's a story. I met him at a grocery store opening. And I said, do you remember a woman named Valerie Barnes, who was your tennis partner in high school in Corpus Christi? Oh, boy. And he went, yeah, tall, redheaded. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, Valerie. And I was going, that's amazing. (laughs) Because that was a long, long time ago. Because I I imagine both of them are very close to being in their 90s. So, but yeah, it was so sweet of him. And wait, who is Valerie Barnes? Oh, I'm sorry. She's my aunt.
0: This is your aunt. This is my
1: aunt. Okay. And and I had known forever that Charles Butt was uh, uh, her mixed doubles partner oh
0: wow yeah you live in texas long enough (laughs) everything comes back (laughs) yeah and then you know and they continue to innovate again i think we're both kind of we actually sound kind of giddy about talking about a grocery store franchise but that's kind of how we feel about it
1: i know i grew up in grocery store my family owned grocery stores Hmm. and also they're the first place that I go and visit it in a city. So
0: you're, you've come from a billionaire family as no, well. No, no, <laughs> no. That's why you can just choose journalism. Yeah. It's not about the paycheck. It's just, you
1: know, it's just a side <laughs> gig. No, no, that is not true. But I grew up working in them uh, and and I love them. And I, I go during the pandemic. Thank God they were they were considered essential. For both Kip and I, it is the big deal of our week because he because we get to get out of the house mm-hmm. and we get to be around things and people and that are masked and there's color and there's all yeah. this texture and kip does HEB on tuesday's the one at, at old orphan and south congress again
0: and, reminding people this is amid mid pandemic and, right. and restricted access I, and all kinds now, of almost into november yeah i do central market on friday
1: Having those two allow us, you know, to get staples at the HEB and to get things for special dinners and and special menus at the Central Market.
0: Yeah, I'll never forget being at uh, Central Market. Like they have the big playground there. Yeah. So if you if you have young kids, that was yeah, a hangout. I, I used bet. to go there a lot when my daughter was little and my dad was visiting from Chicago, and we're out on that. Picnic area, you get, or bring food outside, right. bring a bottle of wine outside. So Austin, right? Right. The uh, musician. woman was playing it. Uh, Susan, Susan Gibson, who wrote Wide Open Spaces. Oh. Big, big hit for the Dixie Chicks. Now the chicks. <laughs> now, now the chicks. Times are changing. <laughs> and my dad was like, Only in Austin, Texas could I be at a grocery store and and hear someone performing that wrote a hit that big. I'm like... Yeah, that's kind of how we that's were kind all. Of here. How we are. That was a long time ago. Cuz <laughs> my daughter's about to turn 19, but fast forward just the progression and innovation of HEB. I know this is a love fest for him, but hey, we 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 dig them. You know, they purchased Favor a, a couple mm-hmm. years ago, which is, you know, the but delivery service. Delivery so they In and when if you think about it now again as I mentioned, we're in the pandemic. They were luckily ahead of their times at developing favor delivery curbside right really really getting ahead of that game um i i know for my 94 year old neighbor heb's been a savior to have this food delivered right weekly continuing to innovate stay involved in the communities big support i mean it's just they continue to impress
1: right right
0: and then you know, eventually, you and I in our neighborhood are going to get that new South Congress HEB, <laughs> which is bittersweet, right? Yeah, the old one. I mean, it was one of the originals. Well, it was 1957,
1: I believe, and it was um, there had been th- three. It was the third HEB on South Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, one was a HEB store, which are, were small. The second one was an H-E-B supermarket, which was modern and larger and had a, a butcher shop and a bakery. And then for 1957, the one at, at, at Old Torf was a superstore. And okay.
0: Now, that, and now it's small. Isn't that weird to It feels small, yeah, which I kind of like. I like yeah.
1: that, you know, you know where everything is and yeah. you can get to it easily.
0: Well, that one's in the process of it's going to close. There will be the temporary across the street. That's which is the, another story that's the, uh, that's the plan that I've heard I, <laughs> and then know, back to that space it was a traffic multi
1: floor kind yeah. of experience with you know lots of of uh, dining in kind of things and According to a source of mine at H-E-B, and he's very high up, he said it's going to be the
0: best H-E-B ever. Yes. <laughs> and It's
1: walking distance from our houses.
0: Exactly. My dad always says, everything's walking distance if you have the time. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I just had, I had to throw that in for him. he like That's perfect. That. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in to this podcast. Tell your friends about it, please. Word of mouth is the best thing we can do, right? Yes, please. If you enjoy it, you have friends who are new to Austinite or longtime Austinites. I think they all like it for different reasons. You know, right. we're either reminiscing or, or learning about how this city became what it is. Just tell them to, uh, you know, subscribe wherever they get their podcast to Austin Found. Pick up your copies of Indelible Austin. This one is out of volume three. That's right, and you can the the easiest
1: way during the pandemic is to order them from Book People. Uh, And you can do that. They'll ship. They have curbside service and the the shop itself over off of Lamar and West 6 is open. All right.
0: And again, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thank you.